Hello, I'm Patricia. This is Sound News broadcasting from the Old Man Studio in Church Street, Portadown. This production is for weekending Saturday the 17th of December. On behalf of everyone here on the Craigavon Talking Newspaper team, welcome to this week's programme. The stories making the headlines this week are the same in both papers. Nursing staff join strike. Now it's over to Ken, who brings you our headline story. Nursing staff join strike. Members of the Royal College of Nursing in the Portadown, Craigavon and Lurgan areas were today taking part in the first UK-wide strike since the organisation was established. RCN members voted unanimously to take action earlier this year in response to an inadequate pay award that is below inflation. Nursing staff in Northern Ireland will be joined by colleagues in England and Wales in the first UK-wide strike in the 106 years since the RCN was formed. Rita Devlin, director of the RCN in Northern Ireland, said that despite the latest pay award, experienced nurses in Northern Ireland are around 20% worse off in real terms compared to 10 years ago, adding, it is with a heavy heart that many nurses will be standing on picket lines this morning instead of in hospital wards and in our community caring for patients. Those working in the service are the same staff that have just carried us through a pandemic and are now being expected to deal with unsafe staffing levels, leaving them unable to provide the care for patients that they want to. The Department of Health said work is ongoing to mitigate the impact on patients, but added, already fragile services will inevitably be further impaired by industrial action. There is particular concern at the cumulative impact of repeated strike days at a time when the health service is facing what many regard as the most challenging winter in its history. And now we have our crime suit. This one is about a licence revoked. A Lurgan teenager who was caught speeding has had his licence revoked. Shay Kearney, 18, from Gilpin's Manor, was accused of exceeding the 45 miles per hour limit as an ore driver on September 17, 2022. At Craigavon Magistrates Court on December the 7th, a prosecution lawyer said that on September 17th this year, police were testing the speed of vehicles on the Portadown Road, which is restricted to 40 miles an hour. At 7.35pm, police spotted a Mercedes travelling at 55 miles per hour. The driver, who was the defendant, told police he had only passed his driving test in November 2021. Judge Bernie Kelly learned there were three previous points for speeding. Kearney's solicitor asked if the judge might consider a period of disqualification, but was told, not for a second, not when he can't count to six. Kearney was also fined £100 and given three penalty points. Man ran off after crash. A Banbridge man who ran off after a crash in Marilyn and told police his car was stolen has been fined a total of £225 and given 150 hours community service. William Scott Bickerstaff, aged 33, from Bramblewood Manor, Banbridge, was accused of driving without due care and attention 
failing to report an accident and wasting police time by making a false report to police. At Craigavon Magistrates Court on Wednesday of last week, that's December the 8th, a prosecution lawyer said that on May the 5th this year, at around 6.58am, police received a report from a member of the public of a single vehicle road accident collision in the Bally Eden Meadows area of Maralyn. The court was told that a silver Mercedes had crashed into a lamppost. One male and one female were observed exiting the vehicle and running in the direction of Steps Road. Police discovered the last registered owner of the vehicle was the defendant. A witness at the scene put out mobile phone footage showing a male who was identified as the driver who had left and then returned to the scene before leaving again. On the following day, May the 6th, the defendant reported his vehicle had been stolen from a lay-by. On the same date, the defendant attended Banbridge Police Station where he was arrested. He was interviewed twice on this date, the court was told. On the first occasion, he claimed his vehicle had been stolen and he had lost a set of keys to the vehicle a few weeks previously and made no comment to the road traffic collision that had occurred. After he was shown images of the male driver returning to the vehicle, he accepted he was the driver and admitted making a false report to the police. Judge Bernie Kelly said to Bickerstaff, the most serious part of this transaction was you reporting the theft of your vehicle to police when you knew rightly it was you behind the wheel of that vehicle when it crashed. For wasting police time, Judge Kelly imposed a community service order of 150 hours. For careless driving, Bickerstaff was fined £75 together with the offender Levy and for the failing to report the accident, he was fined £150 and five penalty points. A convicted sex offender with an address in Portadown was given a three-month suspended jail term after being found in possession of internet-capable devices. Niall David Muldroon, aged 44, with an address at the Simon Community Hostel in Edward Street, Portadown, appeared at Craigavon Magistrates Court December 7th accused of breaches of the Sexual Offences Prevention Order. It was claimed that in August this year, in the vicinity of the Simon community, he, without reasonable excuse, had ownership and possession of two internet-capable devices which were not registered with the police and which he is prevented from having due to his prevention order. On August 2nd this year at 8.30am, police attended the defendant's accommodation and saw two internet-capable devices, namely a smart TV and an Xbox, which had not been registered with the police. The defendant was cautioned and made no reply. Muldoon's defence lawyer, Mr Thompson, said at first glance he felt this wasn't the most grave breach of his prevention order, but agreed that whatever the nature of the prevention order is, it is therefore a serious and significant reason. He said that reading the probation report, it may be perceived there was a cavalier attitude to, in particular, the purchase of the two items. 
Judge Bernie Kelly said that with an Xbox, there is a ticker tape conversation running along the bottom if anyone watches someone playing. I have watched some of these conversations when a game was being played by five-year-old boys and the conversation was not five-year-old appropriate. That conversation was not conducted by a five-year-old boy, but someone pretending to be a five-year-old boy. That is the problem with internet access devices. That is why it is specific to his prevention order given the nature of his criminal offending. Mr Thompson said his client did not try to hide the devices and showed police the receipts for the devices purchased two weeks before. He knows now that none of these items should have been bought without prior approval from his designated risk manager. His lawyer said Muldoon now does have approval from his manager and both items are properly registered and monitored. Judge Kelly told Muldoon, What makes this doubly worse is that this is not the first time you were spoken to about not having unregistered items. You have already had your various orders explained to you and yet you go out and purchase two internet-able devices. Can you understand why this is serious? This was not just a one-off. It is part of a pattern of behaviour which is very, very concerning. I am going to impose a period of three months custody, suspending for two years. If you repeat this type of behaviour or any criminal offence that has a prison sentence as a penalty, you are going back to prison. Dragged officer to ground by her hair. A woman who spat in the face of a female police officer and dragged her to the ground by the hair has been jailed for four months. Agnes McGee, 26, launched the attack as she was being discharged from the Matter Hospital in Belfast. McGee, from Lurgan, but of no fixed abode, pleaded guilty to assault on police and disorderly behaviour. Belfast Magistrates Court heard on Wednesday, December the 14th, she was taken to the hospital for a mental health assessment, but deemed fit to be released on October the 29th this year. A prosecution lawyer said she became agitated and spat in the officer's face during attempts to restrain her. She then pulled the constable's hair, dragging her to the floor. McGee continued to shout and verbally abuse, abuse officers. A defence solicitor told the court his client kicked off during a serious decline in her mental health. Citing McGee's previous criminal record, District Judge Anne Marshall confirmed, I'm going to impose four months immediate custody. Call for dear signage after more crashes. Another call has been made for deer signage after more crashes with the animals in the Derry Trasna area. SDLP councillor Declan McAlinden has been calling for deer signage in the Derry Trasna area for a number of years and following the latest spat of incidents, he has repeated the call. One woman captured on her dash cam a deer running wild along the country lane in the Derry Trasna area. 
The area is on the south shore of Loch Ness and is dimly lit. Deer have been known to appear suddenly in front of vehicles. Councillor Michael Linden said, After another incident last night involving deer on the Derry Trasna Road, this is the response I received on Tuesday past to my request for warning signs to be installed. Unfortunately, how many more incidents like this is it going to take before this is taken seriously? I will be contacting the Department of Infrastructure again today. In an email to Councillor McElinden, the department said, Thank you for your email below requesting wild deer warning signage to be put up between Derryad and Banfoot. I can confirm that an assessment for suitable warning signage along this stretch of road has been included on Network Development's work planning schedule and it will be investigated by the department using the appropriate criteria as soon as resources allow. If successful, it will be included in our work programme, which is presented to Council each year and then published online. Thank you for your correspondence and continued interest in the road network. Now deaths in the community. Willa Quinn, precious memories of her very dear cousin, called home the 10th of December 2022. Always remembered and very sadly missed by Dorothy and June. Francis Wright, the officers and members of Drumheriff LOL number no. 8 deeply regret the death of the father of their highly esteemed member, brother Stephen Wright, and grandfather of their highly esteemed member, brother Mark Wright, and tender their deepest sympathy to the family circle. Now advertising in the papers. J.R. McMahon, menswear of Portadown, are offering £100 off leather jackets and £100 of wool cashmere overcoats. And SD Kells of with stores in Portadown, Banbridge and Lurgan are offering 20% off menswear stock and 10% off all shoes. And two J's of Robert Street in Lurgan are having a pre-Christmas sale. All stock 40% to 70% off. The food bank will continue to need support over Christmas. Particularly, they're interested in donations of instant coffee, long-life milk and mashed potatoes. Several churches and trolleys at Asda, Portadown, Tesco of Lurgan and Portadown will accept your donations. And here we are with the rotochemist. Apologies, it's a bit further on in the recording, but... On Sunday, the 18th of December, the chemist is Eden Pharmacy of Bridge Street, Portadown, open from 11 to 12. Also in the Portadown area, from Monday, the 19th of December, the chemist is Boots of Thomas Street, open until 7pm. In Lurgan, from Sunday, the 18th of December, the rotochemist is McKegney's of Edward Street. It's open in the evening 
from 7 to 8pm. And then from Monday the 19th of December, the chemist is Boots of Market Street, Lurgan, open until 7pm. There is no rota chemist in Lurgan on Wednesday and none in either towns on a Saturday. However, be aware we are coming into the Christmas holiday season, so we would advise you check with your local chemist about their opening hours, should you need them. And now some sports news. Ports earn a welcome win. Saturday's programme featured Irish League clubs on show across the domestic premiership and in Scotland. One day after a niffle ruling stripped Portadown of the club's sole Premiership win, Niall Curry led his players to a single-goal success over Ballymena United at Shamrock Park. The Ports entered the game, confirming plans to appeal Friday's Northern Ireland Football League decision to forfeit a recent win over Newry City due to a breach of regulations. Against that backdrop, Portadown produced a 1-0 victory against Ballymena, as Archer grabbed the only goal. Portadown took the lead on 37 minutes as Archer steered a shot home following Jordan Jenkins' good work. Stephen McCulloch cleared off the Ballymena line with away openings where David McDade and Keeley without reward. Glenavon's match, away to Glentoran, was called off due to an unplayable pitch. It was the chance of a lifetime for young Irish international outdoor bowler and Lurgan Club member, Maya Patterson, when she was selected for the Irish High Performance Squad to compete in a triangular series, including Australia and a Maltese team at the Gold Coast, Queensland, Australia. The Irish team played Australia in the first test of the series and found them to be a formidable opposition that reflected the strength and depth of the sport on a very fast green. But at the same time, profited from the experience which undoubtedly will stand to them in the context of their career development. Building on that, they went on to face Malta and coped much better on a slower green to go on to win the match. Maya reflected on her overall experience and how it had helped her in terms of her bowling career development as she was chatting with Mervyn Hamilton, the Lurgan Club's public relations officer. I find the occasion quite daunting at first, but getting to bond with the team helped me with the other older players and the management were really supportive towards the younger bowlers. It was hard initially to adapt to the heat, jet lag and different playing conditions, but it was an overall great experience for me, being so young and especially with the amazing management team keeping everyone on track and motivated. Maya hopes for more opportunities in the future as a bowler playing at the top level. Lurgan Bowling Club President Irene Cunningham applauded Maya's high-level bowling achievements and wished her all the best for the future. The club members 
are immensely proud of Maya and offered their congratulations as well. Villagers are the best team. Institute manager Brian Donaghy admitted he was pleased to see his side secure a point against leaders Loch Gaul on Saturday. Donaghy described the villagers as the best visiting team he had seen in the Loch 41 Championship this season and the Drumahoe Club had to work hard for a share of the spoils against Dean Smith's High Flyers despite Cahar Freel putting him in the front early in the second half. We definitely were second best in the first half. They were very bright, very energetic and technically very good. I have to say I told their manager and assistant manager that that's the best football I've seen in the championship team for a long time. Senior Sports Awards Deadline Armagh, Banbridge and Craig Avon Sports Forum, along with the ABC Borough Council, remind the public that the final date for submitting nominations to the ABC Senior Sports Awards is Friday, January the 6th, 2023 at 5pm. These annual awards not only recognise the borough's high-performing athletes and teams, but also honour the coaches and volunteers who have helped build on the borough's reputation for sporting excellence. Eight awards are up for grabs in all. They are awarded in the following categories. Sports person slash team with a disability. Sportswoman of the year. Sportsman of the year. Senior team of the year. Senior coach of the year. Service to sport. Volunteer. Club of the year. To be eligible for an award, nominees should be competing at county or regional level or above. They must also be over 18 at the time of competition during the period of 1st of January to December 2022. Guidance notes and nominations can be made online at www.srmabambridgecraigavon.gov.uk slash senior sports awards or you can email sarah.aiken at armabanbridgecraigavon.gov.uk Drumcree Badminton Club in Portadown is celebrating its 100th anniversary this year. The club was formed in 1922 under the leadership of the late Reverend F.J. Hallahan, then rector, and the late Reverend J. Dunlop, curate, with Miss Topsy Wilson. It was the first organisation to be formed in the parish and the first church badminton club in the area. The establishment of the new badminton club at Drumcree was described as a new era in the life of the parish. With only these three people having the know-how about the game, they soon set about instructing the rest of the members in their finer points and within a year or so, accomplished players were in abundance. To mark its centenary, the Badminton Club held a special evening on Friday the 21st of October 2022. Past and present members joined together to view displays of old memorabilia and photographs and to chat about old times over refreshments. 
Some former members even took to the court to see if they could still hit a shuttle. Although the badminton club no longer competes in tournaments or badminton leagues, it is a happy and popular church organisation. It caters for junior members who meet weekly and senior members who meet for occasional recreational badminton on a Friday night. And now some general news. Lake Rescuers Bravery Healed. Allergan Park Rangers' brave rescue of a swan trapped in the frozen lake has been praised as a spectacular example of human decency. On a very brisk and frosty Monday afternoon, walkers in Lurgan Park were amazed to witness what has been described as a spectacular example of human decency. One walker, Sister Philomena Horner, said the drama began around 1.30pm amid temperatures which had plummeted to minus two. The lake was frozen over and a swan had become trapped in the ice. Sister Philomena said as passengers by commented and expressed concern for the vulnerable creature, a park ranger, Andy, demonstrated the very best in humanity when he fetched a canoe and undertook a daring and dangerous rescue mission. Using an oar and a spade and balancing precariously in the small boat, Andy spent an hour and a half steadily chopping his way through the solid ice surface to reach the trapped swan. As spectators held their breath on the shore, Andy's colleague Paul joined him and together they reached the terrified bird, freeing it and allowing it to dip its head into the water and beat its wings, ready for flight. Eventually the cold drove the spectators away before they witnessed the ultimate end of the story. When an exhausted Andy took a well-earned break, it is hoped that the hapless bird made its way to the shore and safety. Well done, Andy. A dangerous but truly inspirational effort on behalf of a suffering animal. Generous employees from the Almac Group have raised an incredible £50,000 for two local children's charities, Angel Wishes and the Children's Heartbeat Trust. Elaine Gibson, Almax Group's Global Travel and Events Manager said, We are really pleased and thanks to the generosity of, of our employees who have raised this £50,000 from the raffle and can donate and we can now donate such a significant sum of money to both of these charities. College Carol Service Portadown College Carol Service will be held on Monday, December the 19th at 7.30pm in the School Assembly Hall. Everyone is invited to join PC as they celebrate Christmas with music and readings. They would be delighted to see friends, family, former and current students for this annual festivity. Entry and refreshments are free and no tickets are required. Little Northern Ireland reveals new deal with Irwins. The new report reveals that Little Northern Ireland ploughed £112 million into the agricultural food industry in the southern region in the last financial year. Following a major £2 million deal with Portadown's Irwin Bakery, Little has become the region's fastest growing supermarket. From freshly baked bread from Cookstown to speedy porridge oats from Tandragee, mushrooms from Armagh, fresh fruit harvested in Craigavon and coffee from Dungannon, 
shoppers are enjoying a real taste of home with an increasingly expansive line of authentic Northern Ireland produce. Developed with the support of the Northern Ireland Food and Drink Association, the new report highlights the retailer's significant economic contribution to the food industry and underscores its long-standing commitment to, to sourcing produce locally. Representing a combined investment of £347 million across Northern Ireland, 85% worth of goods procured by Little Northern Ireland from suppliers in the region are exported globally through Little's expensive, expansive store network, reaching new customer bases across Europe from Great Britain and Ireland as far away as Romania, Greece, Cyprus and even the USA. In 2021, Little Northern Ireland confirmed a new and expanded contract with Irwin's Bakery after a successful 20-year partnership deal worth more than £50 million. Under the new supply deal, again worth more than £2 million annually, the bakery supplies customers' favourites, including the Nutty Crust Batch Bread, Irwin's Vita Malted Loaf and Jammy Joey Buns to 216 little stores. Deserving children get a Christmas to remember. Members of the Masonic Provisional Grand Lodge of Armagh have once again brought seasonal cheer to children with life-limiting and life-threatening conditions. The Lodge donated £2,750 to the Northern Ireland Children to Lapland and Days to Remember Trust, that's N-I-C-L-T, a charity that takes 100 deserving children to Lapland every Christmas. The funds were raised at the Lodge's annual golf competition at Portadown, bringing the total the Masonic Order has raised for the Northern Ireland Children to Lapland Trust to more than £30,000 over nine years. The £30,000 generated by the Masonic Order over the last decade has supported NICLT's drive to send 100 children with life-limiting and life-threatening conditions to Lapland every Christmas. For two years, the Northern Ireland Children to Lapland and Days to Remember Trust was forced to suspend that annual trip due to the pandemic. Chair of the NICLT, Colin Barkley, said... Every year, we fill an aeroplane with children with very particular needs, their families and healthcare professionals, as well as a host of equipment to make dreams come true for a hundred very deserving children. It is no easy feat and comes at a cost, an increasing cost, and it is organisations like the Masonic Order that have been instrumental in allowing us to continue to make this trip a reality. The Armagh Provisional Assistant Grand Master and Golf Committee Chair John Richardson said, we are delighted to support NICLT in this really admirable work that it does. Social enterprise bags a role in John Lewis advert. The efforts of a Rich Hill social enterprise to support young people in care have been highlighted in this year's John Lewis Christmas advert. The Department Stores 2022 Best of Campaign, entitled The Beginner, 
serves to raise awareness of more than 100,000 children and young people currently in the UK care system and the challenges they face moving from place to place. Mad Lug Make a Difference Luggage believes no child should carry their life in a bin bag or in a plastic bag. Its buy one, give one model sees the company donate a pack-away travel bag to a child or young person in care every time one of their own bags is purchased. The concept caught the eye of retail giant John Lewis, which has partnered with Madlug to sell its backpacks and shoulder bags in their store and online. This led to the social enterprise bagging a role in the store's iconic Christmas campaign. Dave Linton from Rich Hill, who established Madlug with just £480, said, Each year, the John Lewis advert is anticipated with almost as much excitement as Santa, and it is incredible that collectively we can shine a light on the hardships and upheaval faced by those in the care system. There are currently over 108,000 young people in the UK system with a new child entering the system every 15 minutes and unfortunately many find themselves transporting whatever belongings they have in a black plastic bin bag. Over the last seven years, we have worked with health trusts and local authorities to provide over 60,000 of these Mad Lug bags to vulnerable children across the UK. It is enormously encouraging to see a huge retailer such as John Lewis placing those in care at the heart of its Building Happier Futures campaign and, of course, the viral Christmas advert. Earlier this year, Madlug became the first Northern Ireland lifestyle brand to achieve B corporate status in recognition of its social and environmental impact and has been featured on a Christmas gift with purpose segment of the ITVs this morning. Frozen bins hamper efforts. This week's cold snap presented problems with bins in parts of the Armagh Ban Bridge and Craigavon Council area, prompting the council to advise some might not be emptied as lids were iced shut and contents frozen solid. According to the local authority, the freezing weather left many bins, mainly brown bins, almost impossible to empty. A spokesman said, Our waste collection teams will endeavour to safely empty your bin. However, in the event that a bin cannot be emptied due to operational demands, crews will be unable to return until the next scheduled collection day. We apologise for any inconvenience caused. There were also issues with opening some recycling centres due to icy conditions and concern for public safety. Again, the Council apologises for any convenience caused. New store opens. Excitement was building among shoppers this week ahead of Friday's opening of Premark at Craigavon Rushmere Shopping Centre. 
taking over the former Debenham store in the main shopping centre, Primark has done extensive renovations to create its own single-level outlet. The store is due to open at 10am with the first customers welcomed by a tunnel of Primark colleagues. With just a few days until Christmas, it is anticipated that the new store will attract hundreds of customers eager for a bargain. A spokesperson said the new store will offer the latest trends and everyday essentials across menswear, womenswear, kidswear, beauty, lifestyle and homeware. Premark Craigavon will become a new anchor tenant of Rushmere. And ahead of the opening, Jackie Byers, area manager for Premark, said, We're proud to continue to invest in Northern Ireland and we know this new store has been a highly anticipated arrival in the community. Martin Walsh, Rushmere shopping centre manager, added, we look forward to welcoming Premark to Rushmere. It has been long requested by our customers and we are very confident that the new store will be a great success. We have now come to the end of our recording for this week and also for this year. On behalf of the committee and all our volunteers, we would like to wish you all a happy and peaceful Christmas and a happy and healthy 2023. And so our thanks are go to the team of volunteers who have edited and recorded this week and to Mackles for collecting the Portadown Times and Lurgan Mail for us and to the Presbyterian Church for the use of the studio. Editing the news this week were Linda and Hazel. Our technician was Patricia. And reading with me this week were Patricia and Ken. And from the newsroom at the Old Manse, this is Angela signing off. Thank you for spending time with us and all good wishes for the weeks ahead and also for your Christmas and New Year. Team 4, which is not us, will be back with you on the first week of January. So we hope that you will remember to return your wallet and this is a signed news is a Craig Avon talking newspaper production. <laughs>